KMTT, Kimitzion Torah. You're listening to the Erev Shabbat program, Erev Shabbat Kodesh, Parshat Korach, Kaftet Sivan, Erev Shabbat Tammuz. The Erev Shabbat program is Lilui Nishmat Shlomo Yosef Ben Chaim Shmuel, and I'm your host, Jonathan Snowbell. So today we could play a game. I'm going to pose a question, and then you can shut off your MP3 player, or stop your media player on your computer and try to answer the question and then listen to the rest. Or you could do whatever you want. What happened to Korach? That's the question I want to ask you. What happened to Korach? Place your bets right now. Was he swallowed up in the earth? Was he burnt with the 250 people who offered Ketoret. Hopefully you all have a clear opinion about that. Or, for those who are willing to turn off their MP3 player, they'll read through the Psukim and make a judgment. The fact that I say make a judgment already will lead the listeners to believe that there's something unclear about this answer here to my question that I've raised. And the truth is that that's correct. It's very easy to distinguish between two groups within the parasha, the fact that there are two ends to these two groups, one group being swallowed up, one group being burnt as they offer Ketaret, already shows that there's two groups who are ostensibly joining together in order to rebel against Moshe Rabbeinu's leadership. But their ends are not only different, they're Stated purposes are different. One of their purposes, One who say, the whole congregation are Kedoshim, and God is amongst all of them, and why are you making yourselves above the congregation of God? Something that we can, in some place, identify with in our democratic nature, that everybody should have access to Avodat Hashem. Why are you limiting it to the Kohanim or to the Levim? Something of a claim that we can identify with in a vacuum, if not for the fact that we accept Moshe Rabbeinu's authority. Second group, which which lead us to the Tanvaviram, they are the group that we are familiar with, who are Mitzrayim hungry, Hamaat ki elitanu me'erd zavat chalav udvash, lamitenu bamidbar ki tistarer aleinu gamistarer. Is it not bad enough that you took us out of the land of milk and honey, i.e. Egypt, Mitzrayim, to kill us in the, in the desert, and now you want to also tell us what to do. 
we're not going to listen to you. Here, this is an old kvetch of, we want to go back to Mitzrayim, and this is something we're very familiar with, something that didn't bring very positive results, in fact, probably was largely responsible for the fact that they had to die in the Midbar, was their desire to go back to Mitzrayim. In any case, the second complaint is something that we don't identify with. As readers of Sefer Midbar, we see this is the complaint that brought to the downfall of B'nai Israel. This is something that is largely illegitimate. There is nothing to this claim, except for the fact that this is a claim that people who want to go back to Mitzrayim, who don't want to, did not want to leave Mitzrayim in the first place, did not want to go into Eretz Israel, and were at the cause of the ultimate death of this entire generation in the Midbar, in the desert. And here they are, trying to topple down Moshe Rabbeinu's leadership on the basis of this claim. But somehow these two groups come together, and their common goal to bring down Moshe Rabbeinu. One group because... Moshe Rabbeinu's leadership excludes them from Avodat Hashem in the Mikdash. And one group because Moshe Rabbeinu took them out of Mitzrayim. Now going back to our original question, well, what happened to Korach? It appears that Korach is amongst the Makrivei HaKtorit, those who offer the Ktorit. Vayomer Moshe korach You and your congregation will be before God. You, them, them, the congregation, and Aharon, tomorrow. You will each take your censer, that means some sort of shovel-shaped vessel that upon which they would offer the Ketoret, and you will place on it Ketoret. And listen carefully now, and you will you will offer it before Hashem, each one with his machta. 250 machtot. And you and Aharon will also have a machta. In other words, how many machtot are there in total? 250 plus... You and Aharon Ishmachtato. Sachakol, 252. In total, 252 people who are involved in the test of the Ketoret. Who are not in the test of the Ketoret? Datan Vaviram. Datan Vaviram were never interested in the, in the Kuhunah, never interested in being priests. They just wanted to topple Moshe per se because they wanted to go back to Mitzrayim and nothing else. And now we come to what actually happened. And here you have to read the Psukim carefully. That's remarkable when you read the Psukim carefully what you unearth. We're looking at Pasuk Kaf Gimel now. Daber al God sends out a warning. Alumi saviv lemishkan korach datan vaviram. Da 
get away from the, the surroundings of the dwelling of Korach, Datan, Vaviram. Korach, Datan, Vaviram are living close to each other. This is what Chazal say, Oyle Rasha, Oyle Shechino, Kehat. We're on the same side of the Mishkan as Shevet Ruven. So, get away from the dwelling of Korach, Datan, Vaviram. Vayakom Moshe, Vayelech El Datan, Vaviram. Moshe gets up and goes to who? Datan Vaviram. Who's missing? Korach's not mentioned. Then Moshe warns the people, and then the Torah describes Vaye Alu Me'al Mishkan Korach Datan Vaviram. The people acquiesce to Moshe's warning, and they go away from the dwelling of Korach Datan Vaviram. And then what happens? Vidatan vaviram yatsuni tzavim petach olehem unshehem uvnehem v'tapam. And datan vaviram, where is Korach? Come outstanding in the in the openings of their tents with their wives and their sons and their and their babies. It's there coming out to defy Moshe. Let's see what you can do. But once again. Though it was the dwelling of Korach, Datan, Vaviram, Datan, Vaviram, come out. Where is Korach? Okay. So now, the Torah describes in great detail and in great drama, Moshe's speech that something is going to happen here in which the mouth of the earth will open up to envelop these people. And in fact, that happens. Vatiftach ha'aret et pia. The land opens up its mouth, swallows them and their houses, and all the men that belong to Korach, referring to, ostensibly referring to his slaves, and his property, But what about Korach himself, Korach's property? Okay, so 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 Korach seems to be missing here, though his this is property and this is place of dwelling. But he's not there. So then I would conclude he's not there, but he's with the Tanva. But he's with the two hundred and fifty people who are offering Ketorit. But then the next pasuk says, or a couple of pasukim later say, A fire came forth from Hashem, and it, and it engulfed, it enveloped the 250 people who were offering Ketorit. How many, how many people were offering Ketorit? There were 252. There were the 250, Korach and Aharon. So Aharon didn't get it enveloped by the fire because he was on God's side. So the 250 people got enveloped, but there's one person who hasn't been identified. So this leads in Chazal to two opposite, but in a sense, in a sense identical approaches. We actually came across in, across in Masechet Sanhedrin just recently, 
Korach was neither swallowed up by the earth nor burnt. That's one opinion. If you read the Psukim, you won't find Korach being clearly identified as having dying in either of these two groups. And the second opinion is, Korach mina bluin umina surfim. Korach was both swallowed up and burnt. Why do I say two opposite but similar opinions? Both of them have carefully read the psukim and noticed that there is some sort of ambiguity. He seems to belong to both groups. He seems to be identified with the group of the Tan Vaviram, and he seems to be identified with the Makriva Ketorit, and therefore he's both burnt and swallowed up. On the other hand, he's also missing from both groups. which allows us to be unclear as to what his end is, his end is, and therefore he is neither burnt nor swallowed up. Korach, apparently, belonged to both groups. In other words, he belongs... Perhaps Korach's beginning is something... Avalashem Shamaim claim of wanting to be partaking in Avodat Hashem. In fact, the end of the people who were interested in Avodat Hashem is remarkably different than the end of the Tanvaviram's group. Because the 250 people, they were consumed by a fire at Me'et Hashem, which is similar to the fate of Nadav Avihu, which are who are looked upon in a favorable manner by Chazal as having a Lashem Shamayim intention. Their families are not destroyed, just they are. And something of theirs remains behind in the Mishkan, on the Mizbeach. Their machtot, their vessels that they offer the Ketort in, become some sort of cover for the Mizbeach. So something of theirs is left behind, both in their families and in their personal belongings. And in their personal belongings, something is even in the Mishkan, in the mizbe- on the Mizbeach. Something remarkable about that. The Tanz Aviram, on the other hand, their families were destroyed. And everything they had was taken away. And I think the Torah is telling us that the Tandaviram were completely legitimate. And nothing of theirs should remain. Their end is like the fate of Amalek. We destroy everything that has to do with them. Or God destroys their children, their property. The Makriveh Ketoret, there was something very wrong about them, not accepting Moshe and ultimately God's authority, but there was something L'Shem Shemaim about them, and their end was different than the Tan Vaviram. Korach made the Shirach between the two groups, because Korach clearly seems to be part of the Makrivek Torah, but clearly he made some sort of connection 
with Datan Vaviram. And here is where, as a result of that Shidduch, he connected a group that had some sort of legitimate claim and could have been spoken to, dealt with. And he connected them with people who were nothing but evil. And by doing so, he confuses us as to who he belongs to. Because when you come with somewhat of a legitimate claim, but you group yourself together with a group of people who are just evil, you lose your legitimacy of your, compl- of, your, of your claim. And then, we scratch our heads and say, well, if you're together with these evil people, what does that say about you? And that's why, even if, Tor- if Korach started off as one of the Makrivei Ketoret, his end is unclear. Because once you cross the line to make an alliance with evil doers, how different are you from them? Something to think about about the Parsha, something to think about in current events today. Shabbat Shalom.